Hello and welcome to Abomination, the Bible podcast. This is episode two with your hosts, Carl Peters and Ethan Schwartz. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you indeed. This is the second full episode and we're going to be featuring the story of Adam and Eve and the creation of, therefore, the creation of man and the famous Garden of Eden story, which has everything. Um, however, we don't have everything because today we're on coffee and we're not on lager. Yeah, it's, it's still quite early in the day, too early really to be drinking. And we're not in England, so we can't get away with it. Yeah, also I need to cycle home. Uh, I don't really want to cycle drunk. Yeah, well, you heat. should try that. So, where are we? What, where, what happened when we last left you? So, uh, last time we went through the seven days of, or six days of creation, the seventh day of rest. God saw that a lot of stuff was really good. So we left God chilling. Chilling. Chilling on the seventh day. Yeah, what would you, I wonder what he did though. There's no one around. Probably smoked a joint. He had created all of the plants. All of the plants, so, including the herb. Yeah, he, he could have done it. Yeah. On his own. Which On is his fine. own, why not? Why not? You're chilling, it's the seventh day. You're resting. Yeah, had he created junk food by then? I'm sure he had. So there we go. He's got like <laughs> a big bag of Doritos. <laughs> He's Ben and Jerry'd up to the max. He's watching a... Really terrible film. I think maybe Blockbuster Video was even created then. I mean, even if it wasn't, in theory, God could go forward, pick out a video, and then go back to the seventh God day. is timeless, because as God we will find out. Good. We're going to do Genesis 2 and 3 today, is that right? That is correct. Okay. Now, the start's confusing, is it not? Yeah. So, the, the start, basically, we, we, we left... At the very beginning of Genesis 2, 7, day, God resting. And then we get this. In the day that the Lord God made the heavens and, and the earth, uh, when no plant of the field was yet on earth, God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, uh, but there was no one to till the ground. No farmers. No farmers. Not a single farmer. Christ. Uh, but a stream would rise from the earth and water the whole face of the ground. Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Stop, stop, stop. There's some big points here. Mm. From the dust of the ground, God created man. Yeah. Like when you're brushing the floor and you've got fluff and stuff. Yeah, that's how worthless you are. He made a pile of it in the middle and created man. This is what it's saying. A.K.A. Adam. Adam, which, which means man in Hebrew. Okay. And he created the man... And then to make the man alive, he breathed into his nostrils. Can yeah. you just just like just, just like a a nice big deep diaphragmy breath <laughs> straight into the nostrils? I think it's, I know. I think I know why he's gone for it's his the nostrils. original CPR. Yeah, tilt the head back, tilt breathe. the head back, breathe into the nostrils. Yeah, the lungs will inflate, and life. But hey, presto! There's a reason I can already see why. He didn't do the proper CPR way, like hold his nose and mm. breathe into his mouth. What's that? 
because they couldn't have at this point God possibly who is a man God is referred is it, to in, is God a man well is he not referred to as being a man uh, no I'm not sure he is uh, the, I mean I, I'm not I, I don't know at this point whether we get uh, yeah the, and there he he put he, the man yeah, yeah. so God is a man and this might be the point at which we get God the man rather than God the plural but yeah anyway um, he basically can't have a man French kissing another man even if it is for the purpose of creation and giving life sorry that's interesting why, that's why I think they can't because of course later in the bible there's plenty of hints at man French kissing other men <laughs> um, you just wait so maybe God's just not ready for that maybe God's still got some exploring to do in terms of his own sexuality yeah he, he's he's quite repressed um, everything's new. He's just he's just learning, trying things out. It must have been he's a confusing created time. a man. He sees the man. He thinks the man might be quite attractive, but he's not really sure um, how to play it with the man. Maybe he just fancied the nostrils. He was like, Phew. yeah, maybe that's just There's what God's two into. Of them. I'm going in. Yeah, yeah. Well, never mind. Um, the other thing, just to quickly note, is that the order of the of creation has changed a bit because. We're talking now about the day the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, which was the first day. So it's kind of gone he back. Said, so it's, it's kind of gone back and said, you know what we just said about the order of creation? Actually, that's all bollocks. But not to dwell on that, because the Bible doesn't dwell on that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, exactly. So the Lord God planted a garden in Eden Aha. in the east. And there he put the man whom he had formed. Out of the ground, the Lord God made to grow every tree that is pleasant the sight and good for food good um the tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil very good by the way i googled this before yeah eden yeah the garden of eden yeah they reckon it's in iraq yeah i've heard this before yeah yeah so maybe we should go i actually watched a documentary on iraq and it actually looks like it could be a really cool place i think iraq would be amazing to um, visit However, I can't say that I would go right now just to find the Garden of Eden. But maybe once we've raised a little bit of schnebs yeah. out of the podcast, yeah. we'll get a quick flight over. That sounds like fun. Yeah. A river flows out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it divides and becomes four branches. Then there's the names of some branches. The only, the only, there's a couple of things to note. One is um, the gold of the land is good. That's just worth noting that yeah. there's a land from which the gold, the gold is good Currency. Um, there's some more stones and then there's one that flows around the whole land of Cush which okay, the whole land of Cush oh it's, we know uh, these rivers the Tigris River so then there's the Tigris and the Euphrates which oh. we know are in Iraq okay well there you go uh, oh, so like Iraq and Syria the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to till it and keep it and the Lord God commanded the man... Hold on, I want to make a hoe joke, but it's probably too early. It's, it's both too early and that's probably just yeah. on the edge of what's really acceptable today. <laughs> okay, we'll just keep it to rakes. <laughs> and the Lord God commanded the man, you may freely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. Don't go there. For in the day that you eat of it... It's not kosher. ...you shall die. Oh, my God. That's really metal. Hold um, on. There's loads of trees. Eat what you want. The tree... Which is not that true. ...of knowledge of good and evil. Do not, whatever you do, eat from it. No. 
on that day, you'll die. You will die. Just okay. really seriously wow. don't eat from that tree. It doesn't say why, then. No. No, why would God explain to man? Men are notoriously dumb. Yeah. They, there's, there's no need for men to know these things. Men are idiots. Yeah. And he is a man. Adam is a man. Yeah. Then the Lord God said... It is not good that the man should be alone. I'll make him a helper as his partner. Ah. It's not good that man is alone. No. Man is not getting anything done. Not, not a thing. But, crucially, he needs a helper. A helper as his partner. Okay. Um, so then Who's going to help so, him? So basically, God then, um, out of the ground, forms every animal of the field and every bird of the air. So remember, this, the whole order is completely different now from um, the previous one. I am confused. Uh, Are you... Yeah. And brought them to the man to see what he would call them. So basically, Adam is sat, I want to say, on like a pleasant meadow. Yeah. Um, surrounded by trees. And God's just presenting him with a procession of animals, of animals. and saying, Name that one. <laughs> and Adam's like, uh, That's a blobfish. Sheep. <laughs> I think. And then God's like, What about this one? And he's like, Antelope? You, my friend, are a cow, and with some beer feeding and ma- careful massaging, you will make some fine, fine meats. Yeah. I mean, we still don't eat meat yet. Oh, do we know? Oh, right. So, basically, that's going on. Uh, a big job, that. A big job. It would take a really long time. There are many, many species. No wonder we needed a helper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, the... The man gave names to all cattle and to the birds of the air and every animal, but for the man there was not found a helper as his partner. Basically, he's seen them all, he's gone, not for me, thanks. Yeah, even though you are now a sheepdog, yeah. you're not, no. not going to be my partner. Okay. So. What happens next? The Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and he slept. Then he took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. So this, God's performing some pretty invasive a, surgery while Adam's just sleeping. This sounds a little bit Marilyn Manson for me. <laughs> and the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. This one shall be called Woman. Capital W. For out of man, this one was taken. Not an imaginative name. He's really named a lot of things. Yeah. At this point, he's like, I, man, she, woman. Therefore, a man leaves his father and his mother and clings to his wife, and they become one flesh. I mean, where's that coming from? Sorry. Totally thrown. Therefore, a man leaves his father, suggesting that his dad is God. Yeah, I mean, this mother. is. No. This is. I think this is just a general point about how, why. This is like oh. trying to explain this is why men and women get married and men like move out of their parents. That's so a big jump. It's completely out of nowhere because at no point up to now have we had any indication that there's any kind of human civilization or just like any of these concepts make any sense. Before but you... now it's like, ah, therefore, man leaves his father and mother and clings to his wife and they become one flesh. And the man and his wife would... But, but also then there's nothing following. This is the most... This is. By the way, this is the last sentence of Genesis 2 and is possibly one of the greatest in the Bible. Are and, you ready? And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. 
And so they shouldn't be. So they, you should never be ashamed of your nakedness. I remember when I Unless was Unless you're in a school. I'm thinking, God, oh, if I ever get married, like, wow, I'm going to have to get naked in front of someone else. <laughs> <laughs> and now... Now you're ashamed every day when you wake up yeah. next to your wife. No, I have no shame. Don't worry about that. But now that because they're man and wife, they were naked and we're not ashamed, which is sort of implying as well that the, there's no shame because they are married. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure they're even... Yeah, now they are married, I guess. Because it's uh, his wife. It's his wife now. Yes. Also, that's new. That's new. Yeah. Uh, but without, although, we, we've missed the whole wedding ceremony there. Maybe... No, there hasn't been one. But he's just awesome. Now it's his wife. Now it's his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I think in Hebrew, wife and my... Like, my wife is the same as saying my woman. So it's not a very nice language. Yeah. Okay, so that kind of wraps up um, Genesis 2. So something that we really want to kick off in the podcast is um, just to break up proceedings a little bit, is to find biblical references that are entertaining. So it could be uh, biblical song of the week, Bible person of the week, or, as is the case today, biblical related news story of the week. So this is from the Washington Post, published on August 17th, 2018. A satanic idol goes to the Arkansas Capitol building. Unbelievable. A bronze statue of the satanic goat monster (laughs) Baphomet, no idea how you say that, was unveiled Thursday at the Arkansas Capitol building in front of a cheering crowd of free speech activists and a smaller crowd of unhappy people holding handwritten Bible verses. Handwritten Bible verses. I just love the idea of a small crowd of like five or ten unhappy oh. people who, knowing that the satanic sculpture goat monster is being unveiled. Should we describe what it looks like? It is phenomenal. It's insane. It's, so it's, it's bronze... It's it's like a winged, horned goat man. Uh, man, we've got man's legs, goat man type thing. But look Red, at his body. It, look, it looks like he's been in the gym. This geezer he does. He's quite ripped, and he's got a small boy and a small girl stood on either yeah. side of him, looking up to his quite powerful looking face, like a sort of grandfather kind of, like a grandfather telling a story. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Um, and behind him is the Satanist uh, pentagram. Yeah, um, kind of chiselled into the rock behind. Uh, I mean, let's be, let's be absolutely clear. The artwork here is significant. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I, it's a real achievement. Whoever has done this. First of all, it's taken a really long time to sculpt this. Yeah. It's, it's quite the work. It's a proper piece of work, this. Like, you might not like it, but you must be able to acknowledge the Just skill. the sheer and craftsmanship. The yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is being unveiled. There's cheering, a crowd of cheering free speech activists. We're in Arkansas, in Little Rock, Arkansas, which I don't think is the satanic stronghold of the United States, yeah. I would guess. yeah. Uh, and there's just this small crowd of unhappy people, so unhappy, they've been driven to hand-write Bible verses on placards just to hold in their anger. But their struggle is not the only one. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, it's massive. 
The, ne- the nearly eight foot tall statue's brief public appearance so it sounds like a shit wrestler marked the culmination of a three year effort for the satanic temple to bring it there well done um, so basically this Baphomet um, statue so at some point in the 12th century in Europe the Catholic Church accused blasphemers of worshipping Baphomet it's not clear whether there were any real Satanists worshipping this mythical monster. Um, in the 19th century, an occultist author, basically some weird dude into dark shit, uh, decided that he was going to be a goat human. Um, and so then in Detroit, in 2015, the Satanic Temple built this statue of Baphomet and added these two little kids on either side to make the statue more publicly powerful. But, but, but they left off the traditional hermaphroditic breasts. Yeah, that seems like a wise move. Yeah, yeah. I would uh, like to see it, but whatever. Um, so they wanted to install <laughs> it next to the Ten Commandments in Oklahoma, um, which are put up. There's a monument to the Ten Commandments at the Oklahoma Capitol. And the plan fell through because the Oklahoma Supreme Court decided that the Ten Commandments had to be taken down because it's against the Constitution. It violates the law of separation of church and state. So they were looking for a new place uh, (laughs) to put it. And eventually they wound up in Arkansas. And they also in Arkansas erected a Ten Commandments monument. And so the Satanic Temple tried to put this up next to the Ten Commandments. Uh, it took obviously the Arkansas legislators weren't so happy about the idea of a giant satanic ghost monster being placed in front of their capital building and this is amazing so the satanists started a crowdfunding campaign of course they did to pay it's not back like the catholic churches to Arkansas so the crowdfunder raised $20,000 with top donors getting their names engraved on the back of this satanic sculpture. Oh my God, this um, is amazing. And so at the big event, there were more than 100 people celebrating it, which I think really good on them. Uh, and then there was a counter demonstration with people holding up signs saying, honk for Jesus, honk against Satan, Satan has no rights. <laughs> we are a Christian nation. No to Satan. Yeah, I think this that is... was the day before the rally. The and then <laughs> I can understand why they're upset. I mean, listen, it, you know, it's not it's not the most um, attractive <laughs> statues, especially given that you're in Arkansas. Yeah. Um, so there's a there's a nice quote here. From State Senator Jason Rapert, 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 Republican, obviously. It will be a very cold day in hell before an offensive statue will be forced upon us. That is a great quote. And he was wrong because it happened on Thursday. There were people holding up lovely Confederate flags next to nice crosses to to express their disdain for Satan, which is somewhat ironic, you yeah. would think. Uh, <laughs> and that's basically that. I like There's that in a, this article they've got a, a thing saying, um, a headline, 
as, as part of the one of the paragraph headings is it's been a rough year for the Ten Commandments. <laughs> so um, it would be great if anyone was at the, um, if any listeners were at the uh, demonstration or they've seen this statue or they've got anything to say, please, please, please email us. Um, I would love to know more. Yeah. We, would, we would absolutely be delighted to know more. Email us to abominationpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your gear. Um, and that is the Bible story, Bible piece of news of the week. <laughs>
I... She's hunted, gathered, provided, and assessed the situation. Yeah. And she's like, this seems like a good idea. And she shared it. And she shared she it. She could have just done it herself. Yeah, it? true. Yeah. Then she would be like God knowing good and evil, yeah. and man would still be a moron hanging out with the sheep and the goats. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, oh, and God. they sewed fig leaves together and made loincloths for themselves. If you ever wondered where those loincloths have come from, this is it. Where did they get the needle and thread? Grass, maybe? Mm. Uh, it's funny that the eyes of that were both open. I think that's not a literal term. I think that's just a kind of like... No, I'm sure they'd seen oh, each other at that what, point. What is going on down there? Yeah. yeah but who are they embarrassed? And, and maybe the serpent? Maybe they're like, he can see us. Put it away, fuck's sake. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze. And what? the man and his wife... God has legs. God has legs. Um, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? Sounds a bit Benny Hill, that, doesn't it? (laughs) 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 Where are you? Yeah, ooh, the cop behind the tree. Get Get out from behind the tree. He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. And I hid myself. And that, you've just fucked yourself. Yeah. Is yeah. what's happened right now. God had no idea what had happened. God, you've, you've pulled the wall completely over God's eyes. And then the first thing God asks you, you're like, oh, I saw I was naked. Come on. Adam is like a total wimp. He's like, I, I heard the sound of you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hit myself. He said, you who dick. told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to but eat? But you're supposed to know that, God. Come on. Um, the man said... See, at this point, the man could just say, no. Yeah. No, I just knew. What? I, maybe I did. Maybe, maybe I didn't. you created me with that kind of knowledge and yeah. you just didn't realise. Um, but he didn't. The man said... The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit from the tree and I ate. You. So not only, not only is he admitting it with no real reason, he's also bringing the woman into it. You twat. That is a real, real error. Dick move, literally. For, for every human. <gasps> you fucked it for the both of Why you. Why was the first man a fucking mug? It really explains a lot. Yeah. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? Taking his side. Yeah. As always. And the woman said, The serpent tricked me and I ate. That sounds dodgy. That does sound dodgy. Yeah. Uh, The Lord God said to the serpent, Again, God is just standing there amongst them while he's doing this. He's got, he's he's trying to like, is he trying to be a middleman? Is he trying to be angry? It's really unclear what God's role in in this situation is. He sounds a bit disappointed, I think. Yeah. I'm not angry, I'm disappointed, but let's find out if he's angry or not. Because you have done this, cursed are you among all animals and among all wild creatures. Upon your belly you shall go. Ah. So the serpent at this point maybe could walk. We're not sure. Yeah. But now upon your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. That's not necessarily true because I've seen some shit on YouTube with snakes eating like rhinos and stuff. Yeah. So. But the rhinos were probably covered in dust. <laughs> I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel. Basically, serpents and people not going to be friends from here on out. God not predicting there would be snake charmers. (laughs) 
Again, a case of God, <laughs> oh, God lacking a certain amount of foresight you might expect from God. Yeah. To the woman, he said, I will greatly increase your pangs in childbearing. In pain you shall bring forth children. Oh, that is Yet your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you. Oh, Now, everything about that is just awful. Um, Very modern slash logical approach to the Bible is that it's innately um, misogynistic. Yeah. God is... And the Bible, the stories, the religion Mm. never comes out. It's just innately woman-hating, right? Yeah. Um, So, when you have children, it's going to be fucking painful. And when you have children, it's going to be painful. Yeah. And you should desire your husband, even though he's a mug. And he'll rule over you. So, basically, I'm putting the idiot in charge. Because you were too clever, and that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. And it's also maybe worth noting that I think, and I might be, this might be utter bollocks, but I vaguely remember at some point in university the idea that this creation story, Adam and Eve, is actually older than the bit that's in Genesis 1. And when they were putting together the final kind of Bible, they tacked a new story into the front that made a bit more sense logically. But this is a little bit more of that kind of ancient mythy mythological like this is trying to explain why human society is like it like it is right now yeah. not trying to explain where the earth actually came from well there we go and they, oh this is gold this so is. the man he said <laughs> because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree about which I commanded you you shall not eat it Cursed is the ground because of you. You shouldn't have listened to your missus. Yeah, you just just never listen when when she speaks. You should have known to not listen to her. That's what. Why weren't you watching football? (laughs) In toil, you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread until you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken. You are dust, and to dust you shall return. So he's giving them mortality. He's giving them mortality. Um, he's created them from dust, and he's saying they'll return to dust. Um, he's also saying, you don't get all the nice things. You're going to have to toil really hard just to get some plants. And you're going to eat bread. I don't know why God thinks bread's a bad thing, because bread is great. I love bread. Bread's my favorite food. Yeah. You can do anything with bread. You can do Any anything meal. with bread. It's delicious. It's nice to make. Also, he's advo- by the way, God is advocating um, burial. Yeah, he's saying... You will return to the ground. You shall return... Well, no, because... Uh, yeah, you'll return to the ground. And you'll return to dust. Yeah. Um, the man named his wife Eve. Because now the man has that power. Because she was the mother of all living. And the Lord God made garments of skins for the man and for his wife and clothed them. Oh. So, basically leather. Uh, this has all got very kinky. Very, and, very kinky. And also, it's really hot, right? Yeah. Because it's, it's Iraq. So, God's now giving them these skins to wear. It's probably sweaty. This is all making Saddam Hussein look quite palatable, actually. <laughs> uh, then the Lord God said, See... The man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. And now he might reach out of his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. 
Therefore, the Lord God sent him forth from the Garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. He drove out the man, and at the east of the garden he placed the cherubim, and a sword flaming and turning to guard the way to the tree of life. Wow, that is a biblical ending. What an image. You've got these little, like, sweet-faced angels, and then you've got a flaming sword guarding the way. Sounds like the lyrics to Jerusalem. And did those feet in ancient times. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, right, yalla, off you go. Okay, so where are we at now, then? What's the status? So the status is um, the earth is 100% being created. Yeah. Um, Adam, like, man and woman have been created. Um, all of the creatures have been created man and the serpent are now going to for the rest of time have an eternal kind of hate-hate relationship because the the serpent convinced the woman to eat logically to eat the the, the fruit from the tree there's only a rational move in that situation and God has punished a woman with the pain of childbirth and the subjugation to man yeah who is as we've seen a moron he's First man, moron. Moron. To be repeated many times throughout history. Yeah, most right. times throughout history. And, and where are they, and are they and, now leaving? And they've been kicked out of the Garden of Eden, and no one's now allowed into the Garden of Eden. It's really gone downhill. Yeah, I couldn't possibly imagine where this leaves us for next time. Perhaps, I don't know, but surely they must go and have a family, perhaps. Yeah, because what good is two people when you're trying to create, to explain where all the other people came from. Exactly. Okay. So let's, let's leave it there. Let's leave it there. Next time we're going to move on to Genesis 4 and we'll hear about, you know, why you hate your siblings. Yeah. And I think that we might be bringing incest to the table. Look, if incest isn't explicitly on the table yet, it's definitely implied. Yeah. So you've got that to look forward to. Join us next time. See you later. Bye now. Paul's Gaff in sunny North Tel Aviv.